Hello and welcome. My name is Roki Bello and I'm the host of Nigerian History Roki, a podcast that explores the rich history of Nigeria and the impact it has had on the world. As somebody who's always been fascinated by African history and culture, I have dedicated my time and energy to sharing the stories of Nigeria's past with a wider audience. Through my podcast, I aim to educate and inspire others with the research and insights I have gained from my travels. In each episode, I delve into different aspects of Nigerian history. From the pre-colonial era to the present day, I cover topics such as the slave trade, colonialism, independence, and the rise of African nationalism. I also discuss the contributions of key figures such as Aziweke, Owolowo, and others, and the impact their legacy has had on the country and I believe the continent as a whole. And I also believe that by better understanding our past, we can gain a better appreciation for the present and maybe a clearer vision for the future. I am committed to sharing the stories and perspectives that are often overlooked and to provide a platform for voices and perspectives that are very much marginalized. So join me on this journey as we explore the rich history of Nigeria and the impact it has had on the world. Don't forget to follow me at TikTok, podcast, YouTube, wherever you get me, at Nigeria History Rookie for more exciting content and updates on my podcast. And don't forget to leave a comment below about um, the current Nigerian elections or any interesting people you want me to talk about or facts or figures. Put them down in the comment section. Today's fun fact is that the Gidan Mufa, located in Kano, Nigeria, is, also, is one of the oldest standing structures in the country and is actually believed to have, built, to have been built in the 15th century. Speaking on Rumfa, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about Muhammadu Rumfa, who was the powerful ruler who reigned as the Sarkin of Kano, or king of the Kano kingdom from 1463 to 1499. Unfortunately, very little is known about the early life of Muhammadu Mufa, or um, so I won't have much specific dates of all the things he does. And um, I'll be talking most about his major impact in the Kano area, which was mostly education. So um, this podcast is not—I mean, this podcast, YouTube, or whatever—is not going to be as informative as. Um, as my episodes usually are, since we simply don't have enough information about him. But I will be talking about um, all the impact he has made in education and um, everything he did in his time. So, let's get started. It is unclear um, when he was born or who his parents were. However, we do know that he was a member of the ruling family of Kano, and he was the descendant of the legendary king Baguga, Baguda, who founded the city of Kano in the 10th century. Bumfa came to power in the late 15th century, following a period of political instability and conflict in the Kano. At the time, the city was facing a number of challenges, including attacks from neighboring states and a decline in trade due to the increasing dominance of European traders in West Africa. Bumfa was able to reunite the people of Kano and restore stability to the city and he went on to become one of the most powerful and respected rulers in West Africa. 
Rumafaz's efforts to promote education in Kano were particularly significant because they helped to create a class of educated elites who could contribute to the intellectual and cultural life of the city. The school he established in Kano was known as the Madrash um, Muhammadu Rufa, which was known as one of the earliest formal educational institutions in West Africa. The curriculum included the study of Islamic law, theology, and Arabic grammar, and it also attracted scholars and students from across the region. Students who completed their studies at um, the Madrash were often appointed into positions of authority in the city, which helped to create a class of educated elites who could contribute to the development of Kano. One of the most remarkable aspects of the Madrash was its inclusivity. The school was open to all, regardless of their social status or background. This was a significant significant departure from the traditional educational system in West Africa, which often restricted um, members of the ruling class. The Madrash attracted students from a wide range of backgrounds, including farmers, traders, and artisans. Women were also allowed to attend the Madrash, which, which was a progressive development in a time when education was not widely available for women. The establishment of the Madrash had a profound impact on the intellectual and cultural life of Kano. It helped to create a culture of learning and the scholarship in the, in the city, which had a lasting impact on its development. The Madrash also served as the model for other educational institutions in West Africa and established and inspired the establishment of similar schools in parts of the region. Mufat's commitment to education also reflected in his support of scholars and intellectuals. He understood the importance of intellectual inquiry and scholarship in creating a just and prosperous society, and he supported scholars and intellectuals who were working to advance knowledge in various fields. His support for intellectual inquiry helped to create a culture of learning and scholarship in Kano, which had a profound impact on the city's intellectual and cultural life. Rumfast's commitment to education was also um, was also shown through how he dealt with things. He usually went to different scholars for support and usually read scholars, mostly Islamic scholars, to find out um, more to find out more on facts and information. Not only did Rufa uh, significantly contribute to education, he also contributed to trade um, because trade at that time was very significant. He understood the importance of commerce in creating wealth and prosperity for his people, and he, cre- and he established a system of taxation and regulation that encouraged merchants from across the region to come to Kano to do business. This helped to create a thriving economy in the city and it brought wealth and prosperity to its people. Rufat's commitment to trade also helped to establish Kano as a major center of commerce in West Africa, which had a significant impact on the region's economy. One of the ways in which Rufat supported scholars and intellectuals was by inviting them to Kano to share their knowledge and expertise with the people of the city. He is known to have corresponded with scholars from other parts of the Islamic world, and he often invited them to visit Kano to deliver lectures and participate in scholarly debates. 
This exchange of ideas helped to create a culture of learning and inquiry in Kano, and it had a profound impact on the city's intellectual life. Mufa's interest in the works of philosophy and theology was particularly noteworthy. He was a keen student of the works of great Islamic philosophers such as Ibn Rushdi and Ibn Sina, and he encouraged scholars in Kano to study these works as well. The emphasis on philosophy and theology helped to create a more sophisticated intellectual culture in Kano, which attracted scholars and intellectuals from across the Islamic world. Muhammadu Mufal was also a significant patron of the arts in Kano. He believed that the arts were an essential part of the thriving culture and they had a power to inspire people and enrich their lives. As a result, he invested heavily in the arts and commissioned many beautiful buildings, artworks, and other creative works. One of Rufa's most artistic achievements was the construction of the Great Mosque of Kano, which he commissioned in the late 15th century. The mosque was one of the largest and the most impressive in West Africa at the time, with a capacity of over 12,000 worshippers. The mosque was built with local materials, including mud, wood, and stone and it featured stunning decorative elements such as in intricate carvings and um, calligraphy. Rufa also commissioned many other beautiful buildings through Kano, including palaces, fortresses, and public buildings. These buildings were designed to both um, functional and to be both functional and aesthetically pleasing. With elaborate decorative elements such as carved wood and plaster work, in addition to this um, patronage of architecture, Mufa was also su also supported musicians and poets. He was known to be the lover of music, and he encouraged the development of musical traditions in Kano. He also supported poets and other literary figures who contributed to the rich cultural life of the city. One of the most significant literary figures of Mufa's reign was the poet Muhammadu Sharif who was one of the most fam famous poets in West, in West Africa at the time. Sharif was known for his beautiful and powerful emotional poetry, which often dealt with the themes of love, faith, and social justice. Runfa supported um, Sharif's work and provided him with a platform to share his poetry with the people of Kano. In conclusion, Nigeria's history is filled with fascinating stories of great rulers, kingdoms, etc., and Kano was one of them. He led the foundation for um, Kano and Nigeria's as a whole for art, kindness, education, trade, and he established Kano as, as a powerful kingdom in his area. He taught the world and Nigeria the importance of education, and he made sure to um, be one of the founding steps of Nigeria's education system thereon. So, in conclusion, Nigeria's history is filled with fascinating stories of great rulers, powerful kingdoms, and art, cultural and artistical achievements. Through exploring these stories, we gain a deeper understanding of Nigeria's past and complex past, and um, the many contributions it has made to the world. If you are interested in learning more about Nigerian history, please follow me on wherever you get my podcasts, where I'll be sharing stories about the people and events that happened shape this remarkable history. 
Together we can discover an, a diverse and vibrant history of Nigeria and gain a deeper appreciation for the country's enduring legacy. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. And also don't forget to comment down below anything um, about the Nigerian elections or things you want me to talk about. Thank you guys so much for listening in and um, bye-bye. I'll see you next Friday. No, next Sunday for my YouTube, next Wednesday for my podcast.